Chapter twenty one of From Bangkok to Bombay Siam, French Indochina, Burma, Hindustan by Frank G. Carpenter. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. The Bathers and Burning Ghats of the Ganges. Benares is holy largely because it lies on the Ganges. That river means far more to the Hindu than does the Jordan to the Christian, and it is considered more or less sacred all the way from its source in the glaciers of the himalayas to its mouth in the bay of bengal but some spots such as benares and allahabad are holier than others a bath taken at certain places in the ganges if accompanied by the proper state of mind and the right prayers washes away sin some pilgrims make journeys on foot almost from its source to the mouth spending years on the way just now many are coming to the holy places by railroad and as i have said the pilgrimage traffic to benares is enormous the city is so filled with pilgrims that in some respects it makes me think of our seaside resorts it is a great hindu watering place where the people come to rest their bodies while saving their souls many of the hindu rajas and princes have villas here and the river is walled with temples rest houses and other beehives of humanity a number of rest houses for the accommodation of poor pilgrims have been put up by wealthy philanthropists the steps or ghats going down into the water and far out into the stream are filled with bathers and if you have any doubt that the people believe their sins are washed away by the ganges just come along to the river we shall take a launch and ride down among the bathers the mornings here are cold and raw so we put on our overcoats we shiver as we sit on the deck and are glad we are not hindus for it is the duty of the pilgrim to take his bath in the river before breakfast the sun is just rising but we find the stream full the steps are crowded with worshippers clad in the thinnest of clothing there are shriveled old men and women wrapped in single breadths of dirty white cotton standing waist-deep in the water and holding up their long bony arms while with chattering teeth they mutter prayers to their gods. Now and then they duck down into the water, coming up gasping and looking colder than ever. To you or me, such a bath might cause death. It may bring death to them, but death in Benares means for the Hindu a better life in his next incarnation. There are also plump girls and young men. As the water trickles over them, they whisper their prayers. The women raise their arms toward heaven showing gold and silver bracelets extending from wrist to elbow some wear gold nose rings and others have ear ornaments hanging down to their shoulders not a few hide their faces they may be high caste hindu maidens as a rule the women do not bathe with the men but huddle off in groups by themselves they come down in parties each carrying a brass jar in which to take back some water to be used in religious ceremonies at home or to sprinkle on the dead as we go down the river we see that the bathers keep on their clothes as they enter the water although these garments are often no more than breech cloths the hindus think it indecent to go naked into the ganges and great was the indignation when some englishmen bathed here perfectly nude they call the river mother ganga and when they step down into it speak of being embraced by the goddess the women bathers are usually clad only in a cotton sheet which clings to their bodies as they leave the water 
stepping out they turn their backs to the men and removing the cloth wash it and themselves while they pray the indian women are extremely modest and make changes from wet to dry garments without any exposure of their persons as our boat goes on we pass temple after temple on the steps of which sit half-naked priests with boxes of red and white paints before them with these they put cast marks on the foreheads of the faithful now we come to a break in the buildings here is a ravine lined with what look like campfires we draw nearer and can see that the wood of each fire has been piled up in a square like railroad ties and on each pyre lies a corpse those are the bodies of the dead which are being burned on the banks of the ganges so that their ashes may float out upon its waters and their souls go straight to heaven i have seen cremation in many lands but nothing like this the bodies are burned right out in the open and the nearest relative of the dead lights the fire the wood is usually arranged by doms who belong to one of the lowest of the castes for the touch of the dead is pollution we have drifted just opposite a funeral pyre the wind has sprung up and is fanning the flame there is a crackling and a frying the smoke becomes denser and a fat brahmin's body has burst out in a blaze it is a horrible sight the doms shield their faces from the heat and turn them toward the river to cool off standing at some distance are the relatives of the departed looking sad and reverent we land from our boats and stop a while watching the scene there are ashes and fires everywhere here is the emaciated body of a woman clad in white cotton the shaved head lies on a dirty blue pillow six inches thick the thin arms are folded next to her is the corpse of a well-to-do merchant which the doms are preparing for burning on a pile of cordwood two feet high and about six feet square these hindu undertakers first spread white cheesecloth over the wood and then place upon it the naked body stretched at full length after covering it with cheesecloth they pile up more wood insert cedar kindlings and borrow a shovelful of coals from the next fire oil is poured on the fire blazes up to burn until only ashes are left the doms throw these into the ganges and that ends the ceremony though belonging to one of the lower castes the doms are said to be rich i have heard of one who has made a half million dollars burning the dead the charges for their services vary according to the wealth and caste of the person whose body they cremate a peasant may be reduced to ashes for a dollar or so while a rajah will get off cheap at three hundred dollars it is pitiful to see poverty-stricken hindus come with a corpse and stop to haggle with the doms whose business policy is no money no wood no wood no fire often the poor creatures have not in the world enough to pay the lowest rate it usually ends by the doms taking the last cent they can squeeze and then the relatives are subjected to the pain and humiliation of seeing their dead cremated without sufficient wood to reduce the body to ashes there are vultures hanging about which feed upon such corpse snatching the flesh out of the river as the remains float down the stream for though there are strict regulations against such practices a partly burned body is pitched into the river now and then as we walk up through the city we stop at an open place near the river and watch the barbers shaving the worshippers after their bath in the ganges 
the price of a shave or a haircut is two cents barber and customer are almost naked and both sit on the ground see this man being shaved his neck chin and eyebrows have been scraped the barber is now shaving him under the arms and taking the hair off his chest when he has finished the hindu skin will be as bare as a drumhead save for one little black lock left on the crown you can see it there now it is so scanty that we can count the hairs there are just thirteen in all and they are about six inches long that is the holy cue which some hindus and most indian moslems preserve as a sort of tug-rope by which they may be pulled into heaven when they pass out of the world End of chapter 21